Hi, welcome back to Tech Bytes. I'm your host, Todd, and today we're talking about 3D printing at the library and 3D printing on the moon. That's right. Recently, the New York Times reported that NASA is currently developing a system for 3D printing homes on the moon. If you've ever dreamed about living on another planet, apparently 3D printing might be your ticket. In a moment, we'll look more into this story and we'll take a look at the history of 3D printing in public libraries. Okay, we're back, and we're talking about 3D printing. Like I mentioned, there was an article in the New York Times that detailed NASA's plans for 3D printing homes on the moon, and eventually hoping to use that same technique on Mars. Living on the moon. It never really seemed possible or impossible to me because I never really considered it. In Deborah Kamen's article for the New York Times, she paints a compelling reason for why 3D printing could be the most likely way to achieve that goal. According to Kamen, quote, traveling light is critical because every additional kilogram of weight carried on a rocket to the moon costs about $1 million, end quote. At that metric, a single 8-foot, 2x4 piece of framing wood would cost $4 million to transport. NASA's solution to this problem is to use 3D printing technology to turn moon dust, which doesn't have to be transported since it's already on the moon, into a concrete-like building material. This method is currently being tested on a substance that NASA thinks is a pretty close stand-in for moon dust, since there is only a small amount of moon dust on Earth. This isn't the first time that I've heard of 3D printing technology used in housing. On an episode of Season 1 of the original Apple TV Plus show entitled Home, companies are profiled using 3D printing to build homes in an impoverished Mexican community. I remember watching that episode and being really excited about the possibility of 3D printed homes being used to help people all over the world. I hadn't, however, thought about its potential use for creating homes in space. In an article published by the American Library Association in 2015, Charlie Wapner cited that the number of 3D printers in public libraries had risen from 250 in the previous year to 458. 3D printers were seen as a piece of technology with a one-time feed that could be used to create endless possibilities and ideas for a low cost. The filament used by a 3D printer is very cheap compared to the printer itself. 3D printers also offer the ability for patrons to learn a technical skill in 3D design and to see that skill come to fruition in the form of a three-dimensional object. These printers help patrons with the trial and error of learning a 3D design at low or no cost. And while it's a great tool for learning, let's be honest, it's also fun to print a Pokemon figure that someone else has gone to the trouble of designing every once in a while too. So the next time you look out your window and think that maybe you could use a change of scenery, come to the library, learn 3D printing, and maybe you'll be up on the moon printing homes for trailblazers of the next frontier. TechBytes is recorded in Studio A on the lower level of the Niles Main District Library, where Niles cardholders have access to the recording equipment and software that were used to produce this episode. Thank you for listening. 
And if you have questions about 3D printing, space travel, or any other technology question, you can find us on the lower level at the library's technology desk. You can also email us at digitalservices at nileslibrary.org. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and want to have easy access every time a new episode is released, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify.